When you fall down, you have to get back up. When is it gonna happen to me? It's hard to have patience. I mean, it is. If you really want it bad enough, you cannot skip steps. Be grateful for what you got. If you really want to get on that grind and you don't like your job, I'm still cooking their bacon. Because you're always going to be wondering what if. Damn, I'm only here for one reason and one reason only, though. Patience starts now. Welcome back to another episode of Patience Podcast. This is episode 11. After a long hiatus, we have taken back to the airways and we've got a special, special episode tonight with your host, Donnie D. Tonight we have our longtime co-host, Sammy G, on the air. We're doing a very special feature surrounding Sammy's music and surrounding Sammy as an artist tonight. So welcome to Patience of Podcast, our second to last episode of season one. Sammy G, welcome to episode 11. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for having me on, Donnie D. This has been a wonderful experience. He's representing Colorado. He is the first snowboarding rapper known to man. All of 21 years old. He is a a man well on his way to some new heights. We're so happy to share this journey with you. And we're so happy to have this medium as Patience of Podcast is highlighting one of the greatest qualities we can have in this 21st century that we're dealing with. We've got the drug virus and so many crazy events going on in the world today. Um, I think so many of us need patience. So we're, we're so honored and we're so pleased to have any of the listeners that are here with us today. We thank you. We're so grateful for you to join us here and share a little bit about Sammy G's story. So uh, we want to take this time to talk about Sammy's music career and we want to dive a little bit deeper into who and what inspires the man that is Sammy G out of Colorado, making a name for himself, hailing from New Orleans. What does your music mean to you? And there's a colossal sea of mumble rap and gimmick rappers of today. How do you see yourself in the music industry as it is today, transitioning out from the traditional record labels to independent artists and independent record labels? How do you see yourself making your mark in the postmodern era of hip hop? I think I am the next progression of what music will be as far as the next 10 to 20 years go, whether it be hip hop, alternative, producing, EDM, I am the next progression of music. And as far as what my music means to me, I think it means, you know, everything to me, um, almost as if I had a child, you know, um, I think it's like uh, almost like another person that isn't me as a person, but maybe so much like a reflection. I think it gives people an insight to understand who I am as a person. Even if they never met me before, they're able to listen to the music and they can hear my stories, hear my pain, hear my struggle. And I'm very specific and decryptive and, you know, I do some metaphors, but for the most part, I honestly try to make my music simple just so people can truly understand who I am. G and Sammy G stands for Jesus. Rap music and music in general isn't often associated with religious groups or traditional worship. You obviously have Kanye West making big waves 
with his career recently, bringing a lot of worship and a lot of traditional Christianity into his music, and it's been affecting a lot of people. Sammy, would you consider yourself a man of God, or did you choose the name because you think it had a nice ring to it? Give us a little bit of more insight into what really inspired you, what really sort of drove you to stick that G into the Sammy G brain. The G originally came from my last name that that starts with the G originally when I was around like 14 years old it just originally came like that how much I wanted to be great how I wanted to be a a genius how I wanted to be good you know so there's like so many like different you know things that started with the you know G when I started to become more faith-based I ended up, um, you know, speaking a lot to Jesus. And then it just kind of clicked. I was like, oh, okay, Jesus, you know, Jesus, you know, Jesus, you know, Sammy Jesus, Sammy G. You know, that's who I am. That's who I'm about. And um, I it, it, I honestly don't remember the exact time that I thought about it and uh, when I put that together. But I do know it had a lot to do with God and um. And again, God starts with G. Was church a big part of your community growing up? Was church a big part of your family? What kind of identity did Christianity and religion play in your life as a young man growing up in New Orleans? A lot of people pit a title over you if you're a believer in Christ as you're a Christian, because that's what they call it nowadays. Like, that's a definition I like to see myself as being someone who's more spiritual. I'm a believer in Christ, but I like to see myself as something who is more spiritual. When I very first embarked on my spiritual journey, of course, when I was growing up, I grew up in like Baptist churches and we didn't go every Sunday and it wasn't like, you know, something that was insanely important to my family other than my parents, but my parents weren't insanely, you know, demanding that me and my brothers and sisters be a part of this religion or have to choose between the, between the religions or whatnot. I just remember just growing up, you know, and going to church and honestly growing up and going to church probably would be what led me to not going to church and not being a Christian and not believing in God and not being a part of the Christian community or believing in Christ um, just because as you grow up and in this day and age, you want to rebel. You want to find your own truth. You want to find who you are. You don't believe in what society tells you because society also tells you 30,000 other things. Um, And I think that uh, growing up, going to church had a had a home base and they say you raise your child how he should be now he may stray away from how he should be but he can always come back home and I can at least say that my parents raised me how I should be or how I was going to be so that I could at least have something to come back home to they're by far (laughs) not the most religious people at all Um, which for me, I guess, is a a blessing in disguise as well because, again, that allowed me the opportunity and and the freedom to choose 
you like many in any part of the world that kind of grew up religious didn't quite identify with the actual expectation for the religion but somehow you ended up returning back to the the spiritual essence of religion and, and really embracing the um, the core of what religion really represents and I think that's really admirable considering you're a musician and considering you're a person who is devout to your faith while still pursuing a, a career that many people will consider godless or faithless. I'm glad that you said that. Like you said something that what I'm chasing after is something godless or non-religious. And I think music is a religious experience. Now, I think that it's important that we understand the difference between, you know, music being a religious experience and music being our reality or inspiring us. At a certain point in my life, I decided that I wanted to be Sammy Jesus because I wanted to stand for something good so that G could also stand for something good, that I could be great. I could be God-like, not in the sense of I created the heavens and the earth or I have all the power in the world or I'm some supernatural being like Spider-Man or Batman or any of those superheroes that we created, but that my music could affect people in a positive way. And I think I spent a lot of time on trying to make good music that makes you feel good as well. Because there's also a lot of good music that can make you feel bad. And I think there are a lot of artists out there that make good music, but they make you feel bad subconsciously. And this is me getting more philosophical, me getting a little bit more, more spiritual with you. But what I try to do is give the positive perspective. Now, positive can be, be subjective because some people may say, well, I listened to your negative song and it made me feel positive. Well, I'm trying to make positive songs and move people in a positive direction to the source. And that source would be the light. And that light would be God. And who God is, is someone that many of my listeners and followers and people would have to build a relationship with to get to know. And I don't think that they will be able to build that relationship through my music but I think that my music is an invitation towards that. Do you consider Kanye West a personal influence for you? Do you think that amongst all the riffraff media attention on Kanye's career, uh, especially nowadays with his you know, new religious affiliation, do you think that has had a major impact in society? And do you think that its impact is gearing this young generation, this millennial generation in the right direction in terms of spirituality and in terms of how people are going to navigate this fourth industrial revolution, this this new change in the 21st century with all the calamity. Do you think that religion is really going to play a massive part in this century's transition to a brand new century of whatever's coming next? Jesus Christ is King and God. And I think Jesus Christ has the ultimate victory 
I think he has the ultimate influence no matter what. You released your video single for Waffle Bat last year, which was shot in the Colorado Keystone Mountains, which is actually owned by Vail Resorts with three distinct mountain peaks. So you've got the Durka Mountains, you've got the North Peak Mountains, you've got the Outback Mountains. Anybody that's an avid skier knows all about Colorado's rich skiing and snowboarding tapestry. Which mountain was Waffle Bat shot on and who shot and directed the video? A lot of people don't know, especially people that never been to Keystone, Colorado. Keystone has three peaks. You got Durkham. Durkham is very steep, but they also have at least a good five to ten other runs you can get down to the bottom of the mountain. But it's three different peaks. It would be considered being three different mountains in one mountain. I was talking to my cousin and I was telling him about how I wanted to, I was in the process of, you know, creating like the next, like the next part of Sammy G. And this was, you know, at least half a year before the video for Waffle Bat. Um, I actually was done. I was, the song was made in 2016. I made the video in 2019. So we're talking almost a whole four year difference. The guy that made the video, his name is Nate. He did a wonderful job based out of Denver. He shot music videos for YNW Melly alongside of a bunch of different, you know, Denver rappers that I respect, Denver artists that I respect that are really great. And I seen his work and uh, honestly didn't know what to expect. And we met and it was uh, it was awesome. It was it was like it was really awesome because most of the times you don't get to understand, you don't get to meet really meet someone and uh, luckily we had the time to drive at least like an hour and a half all the way up to the mountains so i played on my music and we talked and we got to know each other the part that was in keystone that i shot for waffle bat music video was actually at the keystone lodge and spa and they had a tunnel that was completely yeah. decked out painted mural of the skies and the mountains and it was amazing. If you've been to Keystone, Colorado, Keystone Lodge and Spa before last year, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you've been there this year, it was the white tunnel that was repainted. <laughs> so they actually had just recently repainted the tunnel and it was like completely white, you know, so they like covered up the entire mural, um, which, you know, hopefully I had something to do with that because <laughs> like at least I have like the last visuals of it. Um, so nobody can ever recreate that again as far as the music videos go. So it was a good time. So we just re we shot some of the music video at that Keystone Lodge and Spa. We actually didn't go to the resort, but we did go on top of a mountain. Keystone Mountains. That's where the Sammy G video Waffle Bat was shot. Go check that location out. You got to go stay at the Lodge and Spa. At Keystone Lodge and Spa, you'd have to stay there. But... Let's say you go to the resort and you're just skiing and snowboarding with your family. You could go to the Keystone Lodge and Spot and you guys park in the guest parking lot and they have a tunnel that takes you right. from the parking lot to the actual resort hotel. And um, that would be where I shot the music video. Uh, for those of us that have heard the song and watched the video, some people might be wondering, what is Waffle Bat? Waffle Bat, wh what does that mean? And what meaning does it have to you in your life today, if any, as a young artist, making a name for himself? 
Yeah, man. Waffle Bay honestly means a lot to me. At that time, I had moved back from Atlanta to Colorado Springs, Colorado. I hadn't made it. I needed a job, man. I had a, I had a new girlfriend at the time, and uh, I wanted to uh, support her, and I wanted to do some things for myself. And when I got a job at Waffle House, it was the quickest job I could get, and I wanted money right away. And uh, we actually moved to Colorado Springs, me and my business partner at the time, moved to Colorado Springs and we were couch hopping and um, it was amazing. It was awesome. So many people were so f- fucking happy to see us and it, like we could, we, we'd go stay at anybody's house and we could live there for like at least two weeks straight. Airbnb life for free. <laughs> so it was good. You know what? I need to get a job and I need a job like yesterday. So I got a job at Waffle House and uh, I used to make, a, I used to be the overnight cook so i would come in around closer to the evening time and i would stay till seven in the morning and i would whip up the waffle batter you know and you gotta whip it you gotta whip it it's like a pack it's like a white it's like a powder it looks like flour put some water in that bitch and you gotta whip that shit and it becomes you know the waffle house waffle batter what they use to make the waffles it's an amazing journey you've had all the way from atlanta I'm just so inspired the fact that your life's journey took you from where you came from in the South and back to Atlanta to the studio and then somehow in Colorado. I'm just curious, what is it you want your fans to experience and what is it you want your fans to walk away with when they listen to a Sammy G track? What place would you like your music to be held in the collective body of music today? There's so much music out there that just in this current time that just doesn't have the value, doesn't have the meaning, doesn't have the nostalgia that music of the 90s and the 2000s have, where would you like to see the Sammy G brand go in the future? So if you listen all the way through and you can hear this right now and you're a fan or maybe you're not a fan and you're just a person that just came across this, this podcast that grabbed your attention, I want you to be a fan of you. You know, I want my fans to be fans of them. I think it's important that us as human beings inspire and motivate. So if I could have inspired and motivate at least one of you guys to go out and chase your dream and follow your dream, then that's all that matters to me. And if I would say if nobody, you know, is inspired or motivated, I would say that. But I actually have had the pleasure to have someone tell me that I have motivated them and I have inspired them in my, you know, in my lifetime. You know, I've honestly lived. I've done what I wanted to do. I have many things that I want to do more. But like when it when it comes to the core, I've done what I wanted to do. I've touched people, you know, metaphorically in, in places that, um you know, that only the greats could ever do, you know. And as far as where would I like my music to be, I think that, like, I want my music to be in a place that's going to motivate you, you know, that's going to inspire you, that's going to make you want to get out and do something that, like, I want you to be like, fuck, how did he get so good? You know, I want you guys to listen to Waffle Bat, and I want, like, five years from now you to say, or even a year from now, to just say, like, how the fuck did he get so good? Like, Waffle Bat was cool, but 
how did he get to where he was and honestly i would just say it just takes a lot of like strengthening a lot of empowering a lot of hard moments a lot of hard moments you know what i'm saying but honestly just never giving up i don't want to be anyone special i think my music speaks for itself i think my music will be special you know but i don't want to be anyone special I think you can learn from my music and that's what it's supposed to do. Just as if an author writes a book, he may not have all the answers, but all the answers may be in the book. And I think that that's what I want to, you know, try to do on my music and I want people to get out of my music that, you know what? The answers are in my book, not in necessarily who I am as a person cuz I'm not perfect. But you will find God you will find inspiration you will find love you will find laughs you will find joy you will find who you are in my music and that's most important it's not just for you to dance around and have something fun to do you know i really think about everything and i share my story and i'm honest in my story and i try to make it completely simple so that when you hear it you can relate to your story You know, I've been through a lot in my short life, but whoever I can help, which I've, you know, been grateful enough, grateful enough to know that I've helped many people. I just want to help more. We're just so happy to uh, you know, showcase your talent and just, you know, bring your your art form out into the world and we just want to encourage everybody to keep up with your music and keep up with the same as you brand. Go ahead and smash that like button. We're awful bad. It's been one of my biggest singles uh, by far. A lot of people don't know that uh I wrote Waffle Bat in 2015 or in around 2016 actually. And I didn't record it until 2017. And mm. I just say that to say keep your eyes on the prize. Sometimes you can have a vision and it just takes patience and that's why me and Donnie D started this podcast you know i had this song and i wrote it and i'd been through so much stuff not bad things either just life you know but i was able to get that song recorded and i knew when i wrote it i knew it i knew it when i had wrote the first few bars i knew I knew instantly that everything about me was for a reason. I knew that I was here to do something different that had never been done. And a lot of you guys are in the same boat. You know, you got something but you don't know how to get it out. And uh man, I work Waffle House. I work some you know muslim joints restaurants i worked all types of different places you know and i uh i never gave up and i saved that money and i went to atlanta and uh you know I'm not saying you guys got to go to atlanta or anything like that you know i just personally had some people in atlanta but you go wherever you go and like i just recorded i just recorded the song and like that's another thing i didn't just record this one song i think a lot of people don't also like say what else they did I recorded at least 20 to 30 songs. 
you know, in a day to two days. Mm-hmm. You know, and Waffle Bat just happened to be the one that was great. You know, at least the one that we could all agree on that was good, at least. I wouldn't even go far as saying great. I got a lot of uh, male fans that just, that want to, you know, do something great, be big, and be awesome. I think a lot of you guys just got to go hard, you know what I'm saying? You got to go hard and put your music out there, and you can write a dope-ass song, but... You know, you need to get a good music video with it, and it may take two, three years. And if it does, guess what? It does. You know, you can't let that, you know, destroy the vision. So, again, I wrote Waffle Bad in 2016, and I made the song in 2017, and I made the video in 2019, late 2019, or a little bit early. It takes patience, man. Patience, you know. And you guys are like, well, what does this guy know? Like, yada, yada, yada. You know, Sammy G, I, and that, that's another thing I want to educate all my Patience Podcast fans on because I feel like a lot of you guys don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I do sold-out venues, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm selling out a venue, and, uh, and most of you guys probably have never even heard of me before. You know, and that's the point. Most people can't sell out anything. They can't do anything, you know. So that's the point, you know, is that, like, the business, we're doing great. And we're working really hard and trying to give you guys more content and videos. But I truly believe that when you follow your heart, and what's your heart? Your heart is something you don't ask your friend about. Your heart is what you need to dial in and what you need to tap into. And that's what I want to inspire all of my fans to do, all of my supporters, everyone that's listening. Tap into your heart and make what's fun a passion. We don't talk about that enough. If something is fun for you, then make it a passion. If you love walking, Make it a passion and try to make money from it. You know, I love snowboarding and I was able and I was blessed and able to become a really good snowboarder and to make money from it. And now you guys will see many things with that. You know what I'm saying? But I also started off just rapping and making music and singing in my room. You know, not for anybody, but for myself. And now I'm selling out shows as well. So I encourage everyone to follow their dreams, follow their heart. Because you can be the person you want to be. You aren't late, you aren't behind, you aren't too early. And you will make it. And I, I hope I was able to inspire at least one person. If I inspired you, then thank you, bro. Thank you, sister. Go ahead and smash that like button. Go ahead and follow Patience the Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and stay tuned. This is episode 11 of many more episodes to come. So please stay tuned. Be on the lookout for Sammy G's new music. Sammy G has dropped the off of that video. He's got the Save Me video already went out. He's got the ESPN video that's coming soon. 
and we'll be at South by Southwest. So we're going to be totally revamping the podcast. We're going to be getting into video. We're going to be getting into so much more fan engagement. So be on the lookout for that. We're so excited that you guys are along for this ride. Thank you for joining us for episode 11 of Patience the Podcast. Be on the lookout for Sammy G's new music videos, new music. We're going to be at South by Southwest very soon. Sammy G, do you have anything to leave the people with tonight? Yeah, baby. I just want to go ahead and say I love all of my fans, all of the supporters, everyone that is listening to Patience the Podcast. We will be in Austin, Texas, South by Southwest 2020. You just heard the backstory behind the story of Waffle Bat. I want to thank all you guys for tuning in. You're going to go ahead and get to hear plenty more stories behind each song, each music video, all the good stuff that you just, you know, would never get to know unless we went ahead and told you guys. And I just want to say I love you with all my heart. Shout out to all my trippers out there. New Orleans, baby. New Orleans Saints. We're going to try to make a run next year. Hey, go ahead and follow your dreams. Be a great person. And if you can, go into a Christian church. Maybe go back and try to follow Jesus Christ. I don't know if he'll work for you. He works for me. And I think he'll do the job for you. All right? Bless. I'm out. Sammy G. God bless. And uh, make 2020 count, y'all. We'll see you guys in the next episode.